Good evening, baseball fans. It is November 2nd. It is the day after the Arizona Diamondbacks did not win the World Series. We are sad about it. We are sad. Um, I'm Susie. This is Bourbon and Baseball. I'm joined by Tom over there. And um, I'm, I'm still a little salty. I'm still a little salty that the Texas Rangers won the World Series. Um, if you're new around here, be forewarned. This is this is your warning. If you have small children, put them away. Put them away. Dang it. Um, put earmuffs on them. Maybe save this for later or put in earbuds. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just giving you the warning because there will be lots of cussing, probably some sort of inappropriate adult humor. And I don't want to be blamed for your kids asking about the that's what he said jokes. Okay. Like that's just, I, that's, <laughs> I'm putting the warning out there for you. Okay. Anyhow. So um, there's your warning again. I'm Susie. That is Tom. This is bourbon and baseball. I'm not drinking bourbon and or any sort of alcohol. I've just got my water in a big jug. I mean, it is water. It, no, it totally is water. Um, for the folks on the YouTube side, you saw my look. For the audio only side, I don't know. Go look at the YouTube. That's fine. What are you drinking, Tom? I have Zoe Energy Drink because I would like them to sponsor me one day because I drink this shit with everything. It's uh, not a coffee. It's not a soda. It's somewhere in the middle. And, you know, it doesn't really, doesn't make you jittery or anything like that. It's just decent. Is it like a sparkling, I almost said cider. Is it like a sparkling, like water? Like a sparkling soda? It's an energy drink. This is a white peach. So it's a peach flavored energy drink. It's it's not. But is it carbonated? Like said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's bubbles. Okay. Okay. So uh, my children drink Topo Chico, but they they started yeah. drinking it when they were, you know, very little and they couldn't say Topo Chico. So we just called it fizzy water. So now, now I can't be an adult and call it what it is. I just call everything fizzy water and then just and then people just look at me strangely and I'm all and then I have to tell the whole story and then it's even more awkward because they're like, uh, we didn't fucking ask, you know, I'm all <laughs> whatever. You get the explanation anyways. Anyhow. Um so again, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. That is the second time that I've had to say that out loud um, because I recorded a podcast earlier today and I had to I had to congratulate them. I still haven't like typed it. Still haven't typed it um, because it will always and forever be fuck the Rangers. Um, and if you're a Rangers fan for some reason listening to this, I'm 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 very sorry. Not really, but. It's I can't I I can't I literally can't okay it just it, it's not a thing that I am capable of doing I'm gonna tip my hat because the bullpen that I thought was gonna implode at some point in time just never imploded and that just I don't know I don't know where y'all are hiding the horseshoe maybe just so far up your asses I don't know anyhow um, Tom you said that you didn't watch any of the World Series like not not any of the games not like one single inning right not one damn inning did i watch of the world series it was the least watched world series in recent history because it was the fucking texas rangers and the arizona Diamondbacks. where i while i think they will be great they have great young talent it's not what we wanted there were there were not two titans in the ring and uh 
even I wouldn't even say the Rangers are a Titan. It was just they were the last men standing. So I'll say I, I did catch the scores on Sports Center. I did see the highlights or low lights or whatever lights you want to call them. But we're fucking Astros fans. We back those Astros up. So we're not watching the Rangers. That's that's what we're doing. Okay, but I mean, I was watching for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And that's, that's fair. Not, like that's so so then here so I guess here's my question then. Would you have watched, say, if it was like the New York Yankees versus the Atlanta Braves? I might have. I might have. I mean, like like the it's a little different, right? Uh the Braves, I, I have a lot of respect for. I think they're a really good team. They've got a lot of a lot of talent. I would have watched them beat the Yankees. I would have I would have had you know what I mean. Like I thought about watching in the sense that you did. Like all right, we're Diamondbacks fans, and I just couldn't do it. Like I didn't have any faith. I they, you know what I mean. They were asked to do so much. They'd already like overachieved like a thousand times over, and it's like I was just I just felt like I was going to get disappointed. So I didn't allow myself to get disappointed. And I don't sound like Susie today. That's fair. That's fair. Because you know what? Like, I I had actually, I had tweeted out that I was disappointed that I couldn't watch the Astros play in the World Series. And then I was like, oh, look, Dunbach's just leaving 43 people on base all the time. Just, that, that's sad. It's, it's like watching the Astros. Like, it, cool. Cool. Thanks for breaking my heart again i appreciate that <laughs> uh so i mean you know shout out shout out to the Diamondbacks because they did they overachieved uh a million and a half percent they swept the brewers nobody expecting them to do that then everyone's like oh okay that's fine the dodgers will get them and then they swept the dodgers and then they're like oh, okay well that's that's fine there's there's no way that they're gonna you know at that point in time between the astros and the rangers they're absolutely not like they're and i'm all it's you know it's that it's that jim carrey meme like so you're saying there's a chance like it's one of those things right and so they i mean could tell Marte having a 20 game hit streak or is it 19 no i think it's 20 20 game hit streak you know the fact that they didn't play like their brand of of baseball until like the last little bit um I just skipped right over the Phillies. Like they just, they just, <laughs> they didn't exist. They didn't, they didn't exist. Good night. Wow. I just went straight over the Phillies. Like they didn't fucking exist. Um, but yeah, I mean like they didn't, they didn't play their brand of baseball until like the last game of that, of the NLCS. And then really until like game two or three of the world series. And it just, I was like, what are, what are we doing? And, but you know, then, you had Gabriel Moreno, rookie catcher sensation that didn't play great in the in the World Series, but um, you know had raked during the regular series. Uh, excuse me, regular season. Bunted, and I, I and I got it because that that's their brand of baseball. But what are you doing? Like, it's your, it's your three hole hitter, Tori Lavella. Um, don't get me wrong, I loved like ninety eight percent of like the moves that Tori Lavella made from all Gabriel. Real Moreno bunting, but okay, you know, maybe, you know, Nathan Navaldi again had a freaking horseshoe stuck so far up his ass. Like he kept putting guys on and everybody just kept getting stranded on base. 
and it was it was it was like watching it was like watching the astros at home just just couldn't just couldn't drive anybody in they had bases loaded and nathan Avaldi said fuck y'all watch what i can do and then rolled a chapman in the eighth inning i was like there it is there it is guys D-backs are coming back. D-backs are coming back. Aroldis Chapman is in. Why? Why? The the bullpen that I thought was going to explode at some point in time never fully, never fully exploded. The tightrope act that they had been on, they never, they never fell off. They never fell off. Adolis Garcia got hurt. And everyone's like, oh, Adolis Garcia is hurt. Now the Rangers aren't going to be good. And then Travis Jankowski, his fucking replacement, comes in and goes, fuck y'all. Watch what I can do. Like, really? Travis Jankowski of, like, you're just going to go two for four, RBI double, make a ridiculous fucking catch with Marcus Simeon, like, crossing him up and then just retaining the ball? I, I'd like to know where the where the horseshoe was hidden. That's That's what I need to know. That's what I need to know. And then I need to, I don't want to tip my hat. I'm going to have to tip my hat. 11 and 0. 11 and 0. These motherfuckers went 11 and 0 on the road. And then Josh Spores had the motherfucking audacity to say that they went into hostile territory. Sir, you're the Rangers. Like the only hostile territory that you were in was like when the Astros fans finally decided to be assholes and boo Adolis Garcia. That is the only, like, the only time. The only time. Like, you didn't have to go play in Philly. You didn't have to go play in, like, Boston or New York. Tell me exactly where, what hostile territory you had to go to. The, uh, the Rays? You, you, you mean to tell me that, that the Rays were hostile? That the Baltimore Orioles? That was hostile territory? Josh Boers, really. Like, I'm going to need you to go play in actual hostile territory and then come fucking talk to us. Like, what are you doing, Josh Boris? What are you doing? I don't Susie, know. Susie, have you not heard of the hooligans, the absolute crazy people that, you know, patrol Chase Field? I mean, it's 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 a scary place. I mean, I've I mean, I mean, I've heard yeah. horrible, terrible things about the, the, the people there and how ruthless they are as fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> snakes alive, man. I don't, I, I just, even when they deserved to be, bo and, that's mean. That's mean. I really don't want to be mean, but I got to, I got to, but like, it just, this was a very unsatisfying world series, very unsatisfying world series, but whatever, whatever. Congratulations to the Texas motherfucking Rangers winning your first World Series trophy in franchise history. Um, you didn't fuck it up with one strike, although Aurelius Chapman really tried in the eighth. Really tried in the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for the offseason. I, I can't wait to see what goes down in the offseason. I do not... I, you will not catch me do the congratulations. Sir. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Not this guy. 
I guarantee you when, when Houston was doing their things, you were getting no love from the city of Arlington or whatever you want to call that area. You know, the Dallas Fort Worth area, Southern Oklahoma, they were not tipping their caps to the Astros at any point in time. So I shall return the favor. And that's why their World Series is one of the least watched World Series in the history of baseball. And I'm and I'm glad that, you know, it's over. I I, I'm I'm sorry that you allowed yourself to be hurt again because I slept so good, not not caring what was going to happen there. Like, like those, all those games could have ended in ties, you know, and I would have been like, all right, whatever, hurry up and get it over with. I'm, I'm dying to see where Shohei Otani goes. Uh, uh, what, what's the other, uh, Japanese He's a pitcher, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to see where he goes to. Let's, oh, let's, let's Yamamoto. Yeah. Yamamoto. Let's yeah. get there. Let's get there. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we're, we're happy, happy free agency day. Jorge Soler freaking elected free agency. I don't know if I want to sign or hey slayer i gotta ask I gotta, you are are you in the are you in the lordis guriel to the strohs camp i've seen that a lot on twitter i'm not thoroughly opposed i'm not fully on the bandwagon though i, I if, if, if i want anybody from that diamondbacks team i want tommy fam i saw Bring that me tommy fam Bring me fucking Tommy Pham. Like we talked about on one of the episodes that this team is kind of missing that swagger, that kind of like that fire, that like that fuck around and find out kind of energy. And Tommy Pham just brings all of that. Like he by no means is he an elite bat. I'm not I'm not trying to sign Tommy Pham for his OPS or his WRC plus or any of the fucking statistics. Okay. I'm I'm I want Tommy Pham in the clubhouse. Just for the sheer fact that his mentality and the the fuck around and find out attitude that he has, like that swagger, I want that back on on the Astros. Like I that's that's what I want. I want Alex Breggy like holding up the four fingers. I I need that type of swagger back. That's that's what I want back. And there's just really nobody. There's nobody on the team that does that now. And I think, I think Tommy Pham would be that guy. And I mean, I mean, I, I I think that would come at the cost of of your beloved Chazzy Fizz. I think he would lose some some abs to him. But I will say this: Tommy Pham probably fights Adolis Garcia if if the bench is cleared like they did, like like when he went at Baldy. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Tommy Pham probably fights him. Tommy, Tommy Pham's throwing, throwing hands. It, there's, there are definite fisticuffs there. Now, I do, however, really like him on the D-backs, though, because he, because he brings that energy, and I really feel like it's that protective older brother energy over there on the D-backs, right? Because all of them are like 23, and you know, just broad-eyed and bushy-tailed, tiny little puppies. And <laughs> Tommy Pham brings a little bit of that veteran experience and you know stuff. So. Um, I don't know. And if you guys like Tom did not watch the world series in, um, game four, Tommy Pham went four for four and his last AB, um, he was pinch hit for by Jace Peterson. Yeah, exactly. And everyone, everyone is talking shit about Tori Lovello. Like, oh my God, Tori, like, what the fuck? What, what, how are you doing this? And it came out after the, after the game that Tommy 
had gone to Tori Lovello and, and, and had asked him to give his AB to Jace Peterson to give Jace Peterson that AB in the World Series so that his, his friend, his brother, could say that he had a World Series at bat. And Tori's like, are you sure? Because th- you have the chance to go five for five. Like, this is, like, history in the making. Like, uh, you and Albert Pujols, Tommy Pham, is, are the only, like, players to go four for four in the postseason. Like, you, are you sure about this? Absolutely. Like, team above self. And I, like, that solidified my Tommy Pham love. And not, like, in that kind of way. Like, just in the, in the, like, Tommy Fam, like, I will fight for Tommy Fam. Like, I will throw hands. Tommy Fam needs no help with that, but so down. So down. And the fact that, A, that he would even consider doing that, and then B, was like, oh, no, absolutely not. You will not talk shit about Tori Lavelle. Like, you want to, like, come at me. Like, this is this is on me. And just, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And that, that just... Like I said, solidified, solidified my love for Tommy Pham. And the fact that, like, he's got eye problems. He's got some sort of, like, ocular degeneration, something or another. And he has to put eye drops, like, in his eyes so that he can see. <laughs> like, what now? And just, that makes me love him. That makes me love him even more because he's like, fuck it. I worked hard. I worked hard for this and I'm going to be proud. And I love that. I love the energy that he brings. But yeah, I need to find out why Lourdes Gurriel, though, is not eligible for a qualifying offer. offer. Probably, because, probably because he got traded. Are they? I thought. I think that has something to do with it. You lose that when you get traded like that. Hmm. Did you see the qualifying um, offer like amount is raised mm-hmm. to like 20 million? I was all, oh, all right then. <sighs> like. 20 million a year. Wow. Okay. I think it was it last year 17.5? 8? 17.5? 18? Something like that. Anyways. But yeah, so lots of lots of people um becoming free agents, specifically on the Astros, um, Ryan Stanick, Phil Maton, Hector Neris. Not Hector Neris. Hector Neris technically has a player option that he probably will deny. Uh, Martin Maldonado and Michael Brantley are all um, free agents. Dana Brown came out in a clip and basically said that um, bullpen help is going to be, you know, like priority. And, you know, whether that comes from within or, you know, where they go out and find somebody. And then basically um, full on stated that Yainer Diaz will be the starting catcher all of the days. All of the days. Which leads me to my next tiny, tiny rant. Did you see the Dusty Baker went on um, Charles Barkley's podcast um, called like the Steam Room or something like that? And they basically asked him about, you know, how did you go about choosing retirement? Blah, blah, blah. Now, let me say that Dusty Baker, I sincerely, I so wish that he had just 
retired after after the World Series had ended last season. Left on a fucking high note. Like, left with probably 95% of Houston just loving him dearly. As opposed to this. He literally, <laughs> he said, essentially, in not so many words, that the reason he, one of the reasons he retired is because all these 30-something bloggers and tweeters and reporters were giving him shit. Sir, do you, <laughs> did, do, do you know why we're giving you shit? Do, 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 can you see? Can you, can you see? And they're like, why? And they're, and they're kind of spoiled because they're, because we're not 10 games ahead. Motherfucker, we could have been, we didn't have to be 10 games ahead, but we could have been ahead of what we were at. But no, no. Your stubborn ass had to say, nope, we're, we're riding with Malnado till the day we fucking die. And die we did. Like, just, why, Dusty? Why? Like, why? It's so frustrating. It's the most frustrating thing on the entire planet. Because the rest of the the rest of the interview, if I did not hear that, that part, and I did not sit through this season of... Just the most incomprehensible Dusty Baker decisions. Motherfucker is the coolest motherfucker on planet Earth. <laughs> I, like, I would I would have loved to just sit down and shoot the shit with Dusty Baker all day, every day, and talk about anything besides his love affair with Maldi. I thought you were gonna say wine. <laughs> well, and that too, because I well, he could probably school me on wine. That's fine. I'll, I'll talk to him about wine. Just we would have to. Avoid the Maldonado topic, but everything else we could talk about. Like Snoop Dogg fucking texted him congratulations on his retirement. Like, sir, what are you doing talking to Snoop? I'm like, are you just drinking wine and getting high with Snoop? Probably. Like the conversations that would happen with that with those two in those situations would be fucking hysterical. But I Oh, and it, it makes me so much more aggravated with him because, like, he could. He really is, like, so fucking cool. But you, you had to go and do all the things. Just made me want to rip my hair out. And why, Dusty? Why? Because then I'm mad at myself because I'm like, dude, motherfucker's, like, cool as shit. Like, he was, like, half the person who invented the high five. Like, how can you be mad at him? Maybe, maybe because he sat the one guy that had the highest fucking OPS in Minute Maid Park. And guess where we couldn't fucking score runs? At Minute Maid Park. Um, if you were audio only. Go, You're go missing look at, out. Go look at the YouTube. You're missing the YouTube out. With my with my facial expressions. Cause that's that it's just chef's kiss on top of the whole thing. I <sighs> Dusty Baker, I just, it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. So, we have a managerial opening. Do you think Joe Espada will take that job? Do you think that Joe Espada has even been, like, interviewed slash offered the job? I think Joe Espada is the, the fallback option. It, it's going to sound horrible. I know he, you know, for what we as fans know, he's the guy that's been promised the job. However, 
I, I just get the feeling that Dana Brown is going to like, go look, if, if my job is going to be tied to this guy, I need to be able to pick the guy. And if he's not absolutely in love with Joe Espada or something better comes along, that's probably where he's going to look to go. Now I heard there was a rumor about Ron Washington. I want no part of that. I, I hope that is not a thing. No, but thank you. If you wanted to look at like Craig Council or 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 some of these, you know, not younger managers, but not you know, incredibly old managers, then I'm I'm here for it. You know, like I I just I don't know that I want to go year to year with a manager. I need you to sign somebody that okay. He's got a five-year plan, you know, like, like, like what, what, yeah. what, what are we doing? You know, like it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I know Walt Weiss was a name because his uh, ties to Atlanta, that kind of thing. Um, we'll see. I, I think it's gotta be one of the most attractive jobs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. You, you would think you would think um, I will be super interested to see if they Brad Osmus is 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 a name also being floated around. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, I don't I don't want anything to do with that either. And um I <laughs> my husband was like, "Well, you you weren't here for for Brad Osmus, so you don't have that that love affair with Brad Osmus." I'm all um I who says I don't have a love affair with Brad Osmus? Cause like he's quite handsome. I don't, I'm not saying <laughs> I, you know, I just, and he just kind of looked at me and I'm all, uh, no, I don't, I want no part of Brad Osmus because like he was there with the tigers and the angels and, um, a player like literally died on his watch. Like, no, I don't. I, and he's like, well, he wasn't responsible for I'm all, but it happened in like, li- Angel's employees like gave him drugs. Literally, like, how are you gonna? You can't. I, no, that can't go on under your watch. Like, what? No, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Also, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correctly, which you know, that's always that's always iffy. It's always iffy. Wasn't there a game where he literally subbed in like a random scrub pitcher? to to quote unquote start the game to throw at us so that that yeah. random scrub pitcher could like get thrown out of the game now th- you know there's there are those that will be like oh that's just the game placing game like no thank you like how how obvious are you gonna make it okay like no sir that's that's not that's not the business and I just I was a little I was a little peeved at that I was like, wait, wasn't, wasn't he an Astro? And everyone's like, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm all. So like, doesn't that mean that he should, he should doubly not do it? Like, no, apparently not because, you know, there is no loyalty when you're the manager of a, of a, of an opposing team. I don't know. Um, But yeah, so I will be interested just to actually see if there is some sort of like analytically driven GM that will helm helm the ship will captain the captain the helm helm what's there's a helm in there and a captain and a ship and I don't know in which order those words go in guys because words are hard and I don't do any of the shipping things that's not the 
correct terms either. Golly, it's been a day, guys. Anyways, um, but, you know, we, we give, like, the old managers, like, crap. But, you know, Bruce Bochy over there. Apparently was not set in his ways and gave Evan Carter, his rookie, just all the leeway. Like Travis Jankowski, like you did great while Adolis Garcia was hurt. Um, but you know what? Evan Carter's playing out of his mind. He's earned the job. We're going to, he's going to be in. Did you know that he was on base? Evan Carter, not Travis Jankowski. Evan Carter played, I don't know what just beeped, um, 20, all 20 postseason games and was on base for all 20 of those isn't that i was like you know i'm a little i'm a little jealous i'm a little jealous and upset that 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 manager over there was like rookie playing well let's give him some room let's see what he can do i just i wish that that someone had done that over here on this side on this side I'm not salty about it. Not, I'm not. I'm really not salty about it at all. Um, but yeah. Um, did you see on Twitter someone proposed a three-way trade? I saw it. I think that was the one you commented on where it moved Framber and it moved Chaz and it moved mm -hmm. uh, Presley too, right? Yeah, Presley. it was a yeah. wild, wild trade. I, it would never happen in a million it years. No, no, it wouldn't. But it it was it was really interesting to um to just like look at and kind of like I don't I, cuz I don't really understand three like three-way trades to begin with. Every time, every time I'm all who gets what where? Why? <laughs> how? So, but the okay, so this is what the Astros this is what the Astros would get. The Astros would get Colt, Colton Kowser, outfielder, um, catcher Samuel Baseo, left-handed relief pitcher Christopher Sanchez, relief pitcher Gregory Soto, starting pitcher DL Hall, starting pitcher Griff McGarry. So we would get all of those guys from the Orioles. Um, and the Phillies, Orioles and Phillies. I was like trying to remember who went with which team. And then the Phillies would get Chas McCormick. That's that, that hurts. That hurts my heart. John means Kendall Graveman and Alex fam. And then the Orioles would receive Ryan Presley and Fromber Valdez. I, I am super interested to, <laughs> on all of that. Um, Colton Kowser, left-handed bat, just a, in case anyone was wondering about that. Um, Samuel Basayo, obviously backup catcher. I want to get rid of Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero's contracts anyhow, but it was just super interesting to me that those were all of the names floated around um in a in a trade because fromber has been volatile this this season and i don't know if it's going to come out that he was playing on a hurt ankle or if he was just kind of in his head or what but you know before the all-star break he had 
um, like a two two five ERA, something. It was it was very minuscule. And then after the after the freaking All Star break, it was not not a pretty ERA. It was not a pretty ERA. And we're gonna have ninety four starting pitchers next season. Nine. We're not gonna have ninety four, but we're gonna have like eight. And it'll be interesting to see what happens where all those pieces go. I still think Fromber will get us the best trade value. I don't actually think they're going to trade Fromber, though. And I think they're going to trade like Jose Urquidy or like Luis Garcia. If they trade Luis Garcia, I'm going to be very sad. I don't think they can trade Luis Garcia because he's not back from Tommy John yet. I don't think you could get fair value for a guy that... (sighs) can't throw the baseball that's true but i want to say it's been done not i don't know by like us obviously but like by other teams i want to say that the mariners just picked up somebody that just had tommy john don't quote yeah, me on that don't but i think I, I think with luis garcia you know if if that's something that you feel like okay we need to make a move he's probably the least likely to do it because you he's not impacting your rotation. You can make a move with somebody that you need to get out so that he can come, he can backfill that kind of thing to, to move him. You still have six, seven pitchers that you have to deal with. I think you have like eight without him or something like that. Well, well now I got to name them because I, so JV Fromber, CJ, Lance McCullers, Hunter Brown, JP France, Jose Arquiti, Luis Garcia. That's eight, right? It's not a math pod, guys. I know I look Asian, but I'm really not. Um, you also have Ronel Blanco in there, too, who's probably going to run out of options. He went up, down, up, down, that kind of thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what his deal is, but you may have to figure something out with him as well. You don't think Ronel Blanco is going to fill in in the bullpen? Could. I mean, since we're we're not going to resign Ryan Stanek, Phil Maton, or Hector Neris, I'm kind of I'm really sad about Hector Neris. I why I why, don't, why am I sad about Hector Neris? So or and, why? and a lot of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, is it because of what he did before, or is it because of the, you know? I guess the guy, the, the 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 energy that he is. I mean, he's thirty four, so it's it's you it, know. Yes, you're, yes, Tom. You're paying... I, I want to sign him for the vibes, for the vibes. Okay, I'm okay, all about the okay. vibes. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just saying, like like from a baseball standpoint, I know a lot he's of people old. like exactly. From from that standpoint, it's like, yeah, if you could get him cheap, then then you get him cheap. Somebody's probably going to overpay Hector Neris for what he did in Houston. And probably not. And, and we started to see him, you know, leak a little oil towards the end of the season too. And it's like, it could be Montero all over again. So. Yeah. But I'm wondering though, if it's, I mean, cause you know, if I were a better podcast host and more well-prepared, <laughs> I would have how many innings Hector Nares threw. You want to? Because I, I want to say that both, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of the bullpen Hector Neris like threw 68, 68 to third. 
compared to compared to what last or the two seasons ago two seasons ago you want season by season just one second because well i mean wasn't that it didn't that isn't that what they said about rafael montero and like why he had issues two seasons ago in philly Nares threw 74 and a third last year or the not this past season, but the year before that, it was 65 and a third. So he's been rode hard and put up wit. Oh, and that is the euphemism. Okay. So <laughs> then I just, uh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I love the energy. A lot, he's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. But when you talk about him the way you talk about anybody else, it's probably not a bad thing that we're moving in a different direction than Hector Neris. Fine. Why you got to <laughs> kill the vibes in in the Astros clubhouse, Tom? Jeez. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, and well, you know, and Phil Maton, Phil Maton was nails for a long time until he wasn't. And I just, I felt so bad because he was just always placed in situations where he wouldn't thrive and granted that's you know you're you're in the bullpen and that's that's what you got to do but with runners on the motherfucker was not good like you give him a clean inning and he'll get out of that but if there's runners on we're fucked and it didn't it didn't matter it did not matter dusty baker's like sixth inning we need a pitcher phil maton come on did not matter what the situation was or how high leverage it was who he was facing Bill Maton, middle reliever. Come on down. And Ryan Stanek, even though everyone's like, oh my gosh, but Ryan Stanek has, you know, the lowest ERA. Yeah, but his whip, whip wasn't great. Um, in case the in case y'all don't know what the what whip is, not that kind of whip, guys. That it's not a euphemism, it's a it's an abbreviation. Okay. It's walks, hits, innings pitched. Okay. Like, so basically it was just how many like walks the pitcher allowed side note Ryan Stanek walked a lot of people because well I mean he was motherfucker was wild had a splitter that was nasty but sometimes didn't have the best control so I'm sad for Ryan Stanek not to be resigned because I liked Ryan Stanek as a person <laughs> Phil Maton I don't I don't really care about but I like I like, now, I like see, vibes. now see Phil, Phil was only 30. So if you told me that Hector was only 30, I'd have a different, I'd have a different opinion. The fact that he's 34, I'm kind of like, nah. I, I, I get it. Pitchers can go, you know, forever and ever and ever. And they can be much older, but I don't know, like to re-sign him. I'm kind of like, go get, uh, what's his face from San Diego. Uh, to be a setup guy, lefty. Um, if you if you even if you even say Josh Hader, I'm going. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna end the fucking pod right now. Wow. You, no, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. You, you want Josh Hader as a setup guy? We can fix him. <laughs> no, we cannot fix Josh Hader. And Josh Hader. Look at that Josh hair. Hader, no, 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 absolutely not. No, Josh Hader. A, Josh Hader is not good on back-to-back days. Mm-hmm. Number one point, okay? B, 
Josh Hader is good for one thing and one thing only, and that is three outs in the ninth inning. Don't bring him in in the eighth. Don't bring him in in the tenth. Ninth inning, ninth inning only. And he's going to get you three outs and three outs only. Don't ask him to get four. Don't ask him to get five. He will not be that guy. Three outs, ninth inning. That is all he will do. They tried. San Diego tried putting him in the eighth. Didn't work. Didn't fucking work. And and forget about back-to-back days. No, I do not want Josh Hader, especially with the contract that he will bring. I mean, we're already overpaying freaking Rafael Montero Jr. No, thank you. And Kendall Graveman. And Kendall Graveman. I don't think they're overpaying Kendall Graveman. Do you think they're overpaying Kendall Graveman? I think so. Let me look. And I, maybe... Maybe the... How am I trying to say this? Maybe what they're paying him... I don't think he's worth. Maybe that's kind of where I'm trying to go with this. Because since we've got him back from the White Sox, he has not been the Kendall Graveman that I remember. And maybe I'm rem- trying to remember Kendall Graveman too fondly. But what do you think Kendall Graveman makes? Doesn't matter. He's just bad. No, no. I'm trying to actually remember. Was it was it 10? Lower. Nine? Lower. No. <laughs> he makes $8 million, Susie. He's no. not bad for $8 million. Okay. All right. He's got one year left on that contract, and then he's a free agent. Actually, I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because this is 2020. Yep. One year left on that. Okay. Not terrible. Not ter- not great, but not great, but not terrible. And and he's thirty two. Well, okay. thirty three. He'll be he'll be thirty three before the season starts. All right. That's. I mean, we're getting old. We're getting up there. I say that we're getting up there. Like I turned forty one in like eight days. So you know. <laughs> We're not, this, not, this podcast isn't about us. It's not about it's a us. Whole thing. It's a whole thing. Anyways, um, so okay, fine, fine. Kendall Gray, I mean, you can stay. Like, I have any fucking say in it. <laughs> Shut up, Susie. You're dumb. I don't know. So, but Ryan Presley is what 34? Gonna is gonna be 34, or is he actually 34? Because he's getting up there too. Ryan Presley is 34 and 322 days. So he'll be 35 before the season starts. I, Ryan mm-hmm. Presley, I don't want to slander your name because you are America's closer. And that makes me sad, but that's, that's not great. That's not a great age to be. It's not a great. I say that I'm, I'm fucking decrepit. Uh, that's not a great age as a, as a, as a baseball. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what Ryan Presley makes? Uh, one million dollars. No, he he makes a a nice chunk of change. He does. A I think nice he's worth it. I think he's worth it. But thirteen, fourteen, fourteen. Okay, I was gonna say thirteen five. Damn, we're close. Yeah. So he signed for next year, and then they have a mutual option for twenty five. Okay, so then my. 
if you love Ryan Presley, cover your ears. This is earmuffs. I also love Ryan Presley. I, don't get me wrong. I also love Ryan Presley. I'm not saying this because I don't love Ryan Presley, but I think with this being like the last year, like that Ryan Presley may be traded. I can't see Ryan, that. Ryan Presley may be traded. You don't think Ryan Presley going to probably not. Why would you trade him when you need bullpen arms? He may he may get pulled from he may get pulled from the closer role. I could see that becoming Brian Abreu's gig. I don't know if he struggled or something. Yeah, if he struggled or something like that. But they're they're gonna have to go out and get three bullpen arms or or at least two. Say one of those starters becomes a bullpen arm. So Presley's probably gonna live out the life of that contract. So you think okay, so let's let's then let's talk about the bullpen then. So then let's Go Ronel Blanco will mm-hmm. be bullpen. Does does Hunter Brown and or JP France re- who retains their starting pitcher role and who goes to the bullpen? I think they duke it out in spring training and whoever pitches better gets the job and the other one starts in the pen. Interesting. I you know what I would like to see though? I would then actually like back. To see, Yeah, I would like to see Hunter Brown in kind of that swingman role that Christian Javier was two seasons ago. And JP France actually like the starter starter. <clears throat> that I think that's what I would like to see. Hunter Brown for like four innings three, four innings and just empty the tank. And then JP France for like three innings. Yeah. So Hunter Brown, three innings, JP France, three innings. And then seven, eight, nine. However you want to split it up. So Ronald Ronald Blanco, Ryan Presley, Hector, uh, Hector Neris, Brian Abreu. There you go. So if you were, if you were operating Strictly on, you know, age, you're probably spot on. JP France is 28, Hunter's 25. There's probably more, more wear and tear on JP, which probably means he could probably handle more of the workload mm-hmm. than say Hunter, who they probably need to monitor his innings. Probably still, yeah. I still don't think they want to get him anywhere near 200. No. So. Yeah, I could see. So it. that would be that would be delightful. But does Brandon Bielek get traded? That's another name. They have so many names, and it's like I, I almost feel like they have to make a trade if for nothing else to give those guys a shot. You know what I mean? Good faith type stuff where you know they did all the things and and right. If you're not going to give me the opportunity in Houston, like right. I feel like Seth Martinez, if you're not going to, if he's not going to be in the bullpen, you got to trade him because all he did was pitch well and then he just got demoted every time. Yeah. So yeah. I really feel like find that man at home, you know, like somebody, somebody will want him. And, well, see, and he, if- can go, he can go, you know what? I'm in, I'm talking to um, Kelsey from Peace, Love and Baseball on Sunday. 
and she has a St. Louis Cardinals. She's a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Do you know who their number, their ace pitcher is right now? No. Miles Michaelis. That's not an ace pitcher. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I'm not That's saying like Seth Martinez can, is, a, is, is an ace. I'm saying Seth Martinez can be, like, that back end of the, the rotation pitcher for St. Louis. Like, they need pitchers. They need, like, innings eaters. I don't think um, the Seth Martinez would start. I think he's a pen guy, like, through and through. Really? You don't think that think he so. you don't think that he can be stretched out? I don't know. I mean, they never tried it. They never tried it when we were hurting for pitching. It wasn't like they tried to, you know how they sent Ronell down, they stretch him out and you know that sort of and Belak too kind of like got him more innings, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think Seth was always a, a bullpen arm. So I don't know. Interesting. But if but if you want to send Belak to St. Louis, I'm here for it. Be like for, for some sort of outfield something because they haven't they have a glut of outfield. But unlike yeah. our outfield, their their outfield actually does play multiple positions. Send us one of those catchers that don't work. We'll, we'll, we'll take one of those catchers, make them back up. Um, speaking of catchers, Cesar Salazar. Do you know what Cesar Salazar is doing right now? Well, not right now, but like, I don't know, like four hours ago. He Playing was or, or, or hitting somewhere. Yeah, he. Nogales Roadrunners. Hey, that's cool. So do do we do you think that we sign a a backup catcher? Or do we do you think it's going to be Cesar Salazar just like the. I think they signed somebody just because of what Dana Brown said today in his press conference. He spoke to it. Um, maybe they don't feel that they want to go into the season without a guy with some, you know, experience. Because that would be two guys that are really, really young. So I imagine they go and get, you know, a journeyman catcher from somewhere. You know? Um. So, a couple of names that were floated around in some group chats. Hmm. Mitch Garver. Love it. Bring him. Backup. Backup catcher. Sure. Obviously can 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 DH because that's what he was for the Texas Rangers. Um, and played a little first. So, you know, we love Jose Abreu. We do, but you know, maybe maybe Jose Abreu with some off time, maybe not yeah. always playing first base, would would yield a better, uh, less tired Jose Abreu. More He's thirty six, or will yeah. be thirty seven. So yeah. So um, that I was like, that's not a bad idea. Like Mitch Garver, hmm. Um. Because he was what batting fifth in their lineup, fifth, yeah. That's so. That was that was a name that was floated, but I don't, I don't think that the Rangers will let him go. I think that they will figure out some some way to to retain him um, as a, as the backup to Jonah Heim. Austin Hedges, however, come on down. No, I'm just kidding. He's a hell of a cheerleader. He is. 
he he reminds me of Garrett Stubbs, like a bigger Garrett Stubbs. Yeah. So, yeah. But okay, guys. Um, I'm gonna end the podcast. I'm tired. My brain kind of hurts. It's been a long day. <laughs> I'm still real salty that the Texas Rangers are the freaking World Series champions. Um, there's gonna be lots of off-season content. I say lots. Lots is is relative. There's gonna be off-season content. How long? How often? I don't know. Not a euphemism. Actual actual stats there. Um, <laughs> Tom, I appreciate you coming on, helping helping me record. Uh, tell the peoples where they can find you. On Twitter at Third Coast Tom. We don't call it X. We're not going to. We're not even going to change the bird on the on the little logo thing here. Nope. It's always going to be Twitter for us. Yes. Uh, the PSF app. We are still doing things in the PSF app for not all we, you Astros fans. Just, not, just, not just me. I, I'm not doing anything. Tom. Su- Tom's Su- doing the footballs. Su- Susie's going to be a fan. She just doesn't know it yet. We're going to have not. Susie as a fan. Um, football's in full swing. The Texans, uh, they're, they're, they're really young, really promising. Basketball just got started. I mean, if you're not an, a Houston person through and through, if you like the Cowboys or if you're – like Mike and like the Buccaneers for some odd reason. I don't know. They have a room for you. You can go in there. You can check all that out. They've got great media casters that will have you feeling just like the Astros room, only not as good because we're, we're the best. Um, Obviously. Side but, note, okay. though. Go ahead. There is, a, there is a room for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There, it's, it's a you won't team, catch me there. It's a team of three females. And the room is called She Wants the D. And, and she I, loves that. <laughs> I died laughing and for half a second was like, do I become a <laughs> Dallas Cowboy fan just, just so that I can like hang out with these three women? Because obviously, obviously, like we would get along and it would be hysterical. But then I was like, I don't I don't think I can. I don't think I can. But the fact that they named that <laughs> like their group, she wants to D, uh sh- hats off. Hats off, <laughs> ma'am. I I don't I don't know you. At some point in time, I will have to like just give you that compliment. I will have to like slide into your DMs and give you that compliment because Chef's Kiss, that's that's a fucking good ass name. Love that. Um, but yeah, so if you, you know, like Tom said, if you are a fan of pretty much any team of any sport they're going to have a room and media casters um for you to hang out with and talk talk that certain sport like not like frisbee golf there's i don't think there's frisbee golf or like there's hockey though i mean it's it's really all the major sports are going to have something for you there's there's also rooms in there if, if you're not trying to do sports thing there's stuff for gamers there's stuff for Movie critics, there's just a lot going on the PSF app. I really, really, really would tell you to go check it out and just see what you like. Yep. So um, go follow Tom um, on Twitter, Third Coast Tom. Go download the PSF app. And then next season, um, hopefully I will still be there. We will still be there doing games. Go, Tom, who's your counterpart for the Texans? His name is James Roy, and he's James at N1Texan. On Twitter, I think our our we have a podcast like this called the Bullpen. It's on YouTube at N1 Texan will get you there too. That's his thing for all his socials. 
I had to be weird and mess mine up here, there, and everywhere. I really don't use the other ones. Twitter's where you're going to find me. Yeah. So um, if you are football, basketball, any of the things, they have the rooms. Go find Tom. Tom will direct you to any of the other rooms. If you want to stay here, talk about baseball. I will be here all season long. I am reading a book. I'm reading a book about baseball because I am a sick individual and apparently I can't get enough baseball. Do you know um, why they call it a Southpaw? Tom, this is this one of the chapters in this book that I learned. Mm, no, go ahead. It was um, it had to do with like the the north, the west and east plane and like the the release of I was like, bro, 1950s people like this is what you came up with. And so I was like, oh, all right, like, great. North, north and east and west and the release point because it was because it, it came from that like lower angle and I'm all that's all right then so as a southpaw it's good to know southpaw mm -hmm. yeah and apparently there's like a really cool story about one of the radio broadcasters and like the Pittsburgh Pirates I'm going to save that story for a later date though because I've already rambled on enough and with that I will say goodnight and yay baseball hooray I'm going to end this recording maybe